the question that often comes comes up from students is, what do you mean when you say dynasty? Right. What do you mean when you say dynasty? See, the king stayed a king, all right? So how do you get to be the king? Y'all don't know how to play chess, do you? So? So? So nothing, man. Look, I'll teach y'all if y'all want to learn. Welcome, everybody. This is another episode of the Dynasty Wire. My name is Greg Wharton, not the uh, normal guy you're used to hearing, the draft genius. He is doing a little R&R out in the countryside. It's hard to get some um, bandwidth going on out there. So my name is, like I said, Greg Wharton, the Dynasty Mechanic at Dino Mechanic. And I have today with me a guest we're very excited to talk to you about at uh, D-Gen Indy. How's it going, man? Hey, what's happening? Oh, not much. Excited to talk about some players. Uh, an upcoming draft should be exciting. Uh, he writes for uh, uh, Breakout Finder. <laughs> yeah, BreakoutFinder.com. Uh, ah, definitely Devi and Dynasty focused. Uh, a lot of good content coming out. Awesome. That's exciting. We're, we're, uh, we'll let you plug in all your good stuff at the end here. So we're going to talk. This is uh, season three and we're uh, of the Dynasty Wire, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, so one question that uh, we want to talk about, who is... Who's way too hyped right now? Like, you know, out there, I, I think of like the DJ Moore's of the world or uh, the Chris Godwin stuff like that. I know Chris Godwin was great, don't get me wrong, but like you know, who's too hyped? Too hyped going into this year? Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of lower on Debo Samuel right now. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So I know he had a great rookie year, but I keep seeing talk of 49ers looking for wide receivers in this draft. And to me, that tells me they're kind of looking for a new alpha wide receiver and that Debo's, he's obviously their gadget guy. And I think he'll continue to be productive, but I'm not quite sure we'll see him get past that thousand yard mark. Uh, I, I, I really like what he did, but I think that 800 yard mark uh, is kind of where I see him progressing in the next few years. So, so that's like a guy a, that I'm yeah. definitely lower on right now. For sure. So like a wide receiver three, you kind of see his ceiling capped out at if they draft like a, an alpha like CD Lamb or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, I think for myself, I'm I'm a little hesitant on is uh, DK Metcalf. I was excited about him when he came out, but it's one of those things where Seattle doesn't – they like to run the ball. They don't throw the ball much. They still have Tyler Lockett there. Uh, you know, it's one of the things where I think he's a boom bust kind of player, but I know everyone loves TK Metcalf. I think I saw someone say he's in their wide receiver one rankings. I go, Whoa, that's just, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy talk. (laughs) I I, I think he did great and definitely blew my mind and expectations. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, well, I was wrong, but I still think the hype's still getting out of control because he's a freak of nature. And that's awesome to see, right? You're like, Oh man, that man's, he's beastly. Oh God. He's a beefcake. Right. But I don't know. I just have my doubts about it. It's because of the system and he'll probably prove me wrong again this year, but we'll see. Yeah. He was definitely one of the most polarizing prospects. I think coming in last year at wide oh, receiver, yeah. you either seemed like you loved him or you hated him. And he definitely lived up to some of the hype for sure. And I think he did a good job. I think he landed in a good spot and was able to progress in his route tree. 
uh, throughout the season, I think you kind of saw him progress. But I, I would agree. I think, you know, you're looking at a lot of three for 100-yard type games that could happen once every four weeks or something like that. Like a really good Will Fuller kind of thing, right? Right. Well, cool. Uh, so let's, also, let's go on to our next segment. Let's talk about second-year breakouts that we think might happen. So like uh, Paris Campbell might break out, Nikhil Harry – uh, players like that. Who do you th- got for that? Yeah, I mean, Paris Campbell's definitely a guy I think, if he can stay healthy, is a guy that I, I like going into this year. I think Rivers is an upgrade, maybe not a huge upgrade right now over Jacoby Brissett, but I do think he's an upgrade, and I think he'll be able to you know, hit those shorter routes to Paris, and Paris can use his legs to, to make things happen. But I, another guy that I'm really interested in is Deontay Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. this year with the Steelers. And I think with Roethlisberger back, I think he could have a huge year. Um, he was very productive last year. I think he's a good route runner. I don't quite know what happened with his senior year at, in college, but his junior year was very productive. And I think we're going to see some of that going into next year. Uh, where where did Deontay uh, play at? Toledo. Okay. So he just kind of fell off the, fell off the map his senior year? Yeah, not not completely fell off, but he, I want to say he put up about thirteen hundred yards receiving and thirteen touchdowns or so his his junior year, and then senior year uh, was more around seven to eight hundred yards and eight touchdowns, okay. so a fairly big drop off and yeah. uh, quite a few um, less catches as well. All right, no, that that makes sense. Uh, I guess my my would be uh, more of a how how much proof the back is up, but more of a deep desire of love and admiration for David Montgomery. And I okay. hope that the bears can turn it around with him. Cause I think he's a very do it all back. He's patient. He has great vision. I loved what I saw out of Iowa state. I know he's not the most bursty guy or the most sexy guy in the world, but I still enjoyed what I saw. And so that's, that's my second year breakout player. I would like to see happen and possibly happen. Like we talked about Paris Campbell, of course, too. Yeah, Miles Sanders is actually another one. And I know he had a very good year last year. Mm-hmm. I think he had, what, 800 yards rushing or so. Uh, maybe Something like that. Um, but I think he could be in for a huge year as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, let's go on to the next one then. Three, third year breakouts. You know, the whole saying for some old folks like us, <laughs> at least I like to think I'm old, uh, is thir- three-year wide receiver breakout. That was a thing, remember, back in the day. Now it, uh, yep. all the rookies have kind of started breaking that mold more and more right. every year, it seems like. So who are some of your third-year wide you know, breakouts? I didn't have to be wide receiver, just in general. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily have a, a good wide receiver um, breakout. I think guys like Cortland Sutton and DJ Moore are primed to take kind of that next step. Now both of them, you know – we're around the 1200 yard mark, but if they can, you know, tack on a couple more touchdowns, a uh, couple hundred more yards, I think it wouldn't surprise me to see either of them coming in, you know, top five, top six at the position next year. No, yeah, no doubts. I, I completely agree with all of that, what you said. Um, I also think about um, Mike Gazeki, his third mm. year in Florida and uh, Miami. So really excited to see what he might do. Uh, tight ends take a while to, really produced. And I liked what I saw when he came out more of athletically. Um, so I really enjoyed seeing that. Uh, who was the other one I was thinking about? Yeah, I'll probably come back to me later. What do you think about uh, uh, running backs? Do you have any 
third year breakout running backs. That that class wasn't exactly great. Um, that was that was the uh, wasn't that the Barkley class? No, no. Yeah, um, it was right. So it, we're then we're looking at you know like carry on right when he yeah guys. So we're looking, <laughs> you know, guys has been injured the last couple of years. So if he can stay yeah. healthy, maybe. Um, maybe I, I, it, I still believe faith in carry on. It might not happen in Detroit. It's the only issue since there are a lot of rumors floating about them drafting a running back. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. Um, another guy, uh, Naheem Hines, I think could mm. have a, a good impact. Um, I don't know if it'll be as huge fantasy wise. He might mm-hmm. be better for the team, you know, but I think if you can look at what rivers did and, San Diego with Eckler, maybe there's a chance that Hines kind of fills that role and and can be productive because Mac doesn't really provide much in the in the passing game. So yeah, that's about it for my third year running back <laughs> breakouts at least. Well, maybe you know, maybe Rashad Penny will finally break that mold and finally just burst onto the scene finally for a lot of those believers out there. <laughs> I was not one, but uh, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I've all, I've been a big Chris Carson fan. Uh, yep. I always liked the way he worked hard and just kind of went and took that job regardless of them drafting Penny to kind of Absolutely. fill that spot. I, I thought about another second year breakout. Uh, what do you think about uh, Daryl Henderson at you know, uh, the Rams now? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, you know, Malcolm Brown kind of was the guy behind Gurley last year. I don't know if it's still his role. You know, I we're looking at maybe what 30 extra carries compared to, to Henderson. Yeah. You know, Henderson's an explosive guy. Uh, I could see it happening. Okay. Awesome. Uh, that's what I thought about that afterwards. Like, oh yeah, that was the guy I was thinking about. Um, another guy I was thinking about is with, the whole oh we should also talk about the whole news today of Gronk coming out oh. of retirement right yeah. what were we thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah ten minutes in and we're we haven't even mentioned Gronk that's got to be a record for a podcast today <laughs> I was going off the show notes and I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like oh news news are important <laughs> um, Tampa Bay traded their fourth round pick for Gronkowski in the seventh and apparently Gronk's coming out of retirement yeah I. Uh, <laughs> I what mean, Belichick trades Belichick trades a wrestler for a fourth round pick. It's it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it? Ah, witchcraft. Uh, <laughs> uh, what would you pay for him? I saw a poll out there that said only first and second, and I I, I wrote in there and go I'd pay a third at most a late second because he's what two years removed from football now, right? Yeah, and it's like you don't know how much how much rust is on there still. You talking fantasy drafts then? Yeah, no, rookie drafts. Rookie drafts. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm really touching him. I think he could be productive, and there's always the the whole Arians doesn't use tight ends True. mantra, but I think you use Gronk. I could see him being a red zone guy, but I don't know that that's much different than how Brait was used. I do think they like using tight ends down the middle of the field. And that was kind of Howard's role last year. So it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, employ two tight ends if they still, if they don't, I guess, trade OJ Howard away. Yeah. Um, you know, they ran out of 12 personnel a fair amount of times last year. So 
having Gronk and Howard on the field, and I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, that's two dynamic athletes, at least, if Howard can ever get it together. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I think Tom Brady loves running as a tight end, so hence – it's like I think he's already making the calls down there. Hey, I want this player. I want this player. I want this guy. Um, yeah. Makes me wonder what's going to happen to Ronald Jones. Yeah, third year breakout maybe. Yeah, potentially. I but that you know they seem to be uh, one of those top spots for running backs. I hope so. Uh, yeah, there's there's a few guys I wouldn't mind seeing go go there. Well, well you know, whatever. A nice little segue there. Yeah, look at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, who, who would you like to see go there? I'm a Cam Akers fan, so I would love to see Cam Akers stay in Florida, go to Tampa. I think he's good in pass protection, uh, which would be important, I think, to Tom. <laughs> and then, you know, he can be productive in the passing game, and I think he's a dynamic athlete and runner. And I think Tampa's line isn't great, uh, you know, depending on who you look at, whether it's football outsiders or PFF or something. They kind of have them rated drastically differently. Um, but I, I, you know, Akers is used to running behind a bad offensive line. So I, I, I would love to see him end up there. Uh, no, absolutely. I, I, I watched a lot of his film and I did a little short series on sleeper wire and I enjoyed it. I, I, so when it comes to, and I, it's my first time actually really diving into film this season. I've always watched football obviously for years, but it's something and you're trying to do film analysis and you're trying to learn and you're gonna make a lot of wrong calls, of course, but how do you see him as a good blocker? I, I saw him and I was like, he's not a good blocker. He will try. Don't get me wrong. He tried a lot and I give him props for that. But it's a lot of times you just sit there and wait for the guy to come to him. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on the, the film. Um, I think Florida game, you kind of saw it all with him. Um, mm-hmm. I think at times he does kind of wait, but there's been times where I've seen him be aggressive. If he sees the, uh-huh. I think if he recognizes the assignment, quickly he's aggressive he'll go try and yeah clog the hole but there are some head scratchers for sure where he just kind of whiffs well and that's the case with most uh college running backs so a lot of them right. don't know how to pass pro for the life of them besides now his name is deandre swift uh he does pretty well in my opinion mm-hmm. uh jonathan tabler i haven't gotten too much film into him but I, I it's one of those ones i'm like eh everyone else likes him i don't need to dig too much into him yeah um Something I would want to change. You know, a lot of people are high on Edwards Hilaire, but he mm. is not a very good pass protector. That's no. Sure. no. Uh, okay. I have not been impressed with him in, in pass blocking. Okay. Wow, that's good to know. Well, it, and he probably won't be asked to pass block too much since he's more of a pass catcher, right? He'll probably be right. asked to on a flat, a flat more than anything, right? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a. Continue on and go in landing spots since that's what we're kind of talking about. Is we're, we're excited to drafts two days away. I'm so excited. My wife uh, accused me of being more excited for draft than our, our wedding. <laughs> I kind of got offended, but it's heck back my head going, that's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what are your top five players and that you're super excited to see at? And where do you want to see them go? Ooh, that's tough. So, do you want to go by position? So like oh uh, that's what we have in notes. We can go by position, do whatever you like. These are your favorite players. Um, I, I'm flexible. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting to me. Tua seems to be falling a little bit, at least according to what what I see out there. You know, with different you know draft analysts, uh, it seems like I don't know how far we're really talking. If that's you know outside the top eight or so, I think 
once you get to that point, somebody's going to trade up and get them. And I understand the concerns. You know, he's got the the hip, the wrist. There are definite injury concerns. But I just love the kid. I love the way he throws the ball. I love the way he commands the team. I think he's going to be a stud. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. I don't know where he'll land. Uh, I've seen Chargers mocked a lot. You know, early on it was Miami. Um, Now they seem to be enamored with Herbert, if you can believe anything you read out there deep today, but it is the season of lies. So we know how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, then, you know, there's always the, the Patriots, plenty of talk about them trading up. Uh, I don't see that happening, but I think, I think San Diego would be a pretty good spot for, or I guess LA, right? LA chargers. Are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't gotten used to that. Uh, me neither, man. I, me neither. No, I get that. Absolutely. I, I love uh, Tua as well. Um, not the guy I was going to talk about. So what's uh, so a quarterback? That's great. I, I I think people should not be down low on him for super flex. Would you draft him above Burrow or no? Oh, I don't think I could do above Burrow. Um, what Burrow did last year was, I mean, it was record breaking. It was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm really interested to see see what he can do i think i would still take burrow one but two or two okay all right no that, that makes perfect sense i i'm I, reason i'm asking because i had the first two picks in a rookie superflex. Nice. i know right so <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was planning on doing but uh, we'll see where the draft leads us mm-hmm. all right cool uh what's your next player yeah let's see so i already touched on cam Akers. um okay. jalen rager is a wide receiver that i don't think is getting as much respect right now as he should be. Um, I see him as a, as a first round talent and I keep seeing him talked about in kind of the back end of the second round, which as a Steelers fan would be awesome because I would love to see him in Pittsburgh or, you know, it'd be kind of neat if he went to Indianapolis as well, given the fact that his dad was on the Super Bowl team there. You know, I think, I think he's a guy that I have higher than, some of these other guys like Justin Jefferson, uh, Denzel Mims, guys that are being talked about kind of in that late first round <clears throat> area. That's kind of where I, I really like to see uh, Rager. I think he's going to be – I think he's going to perform really well next year. Yeah, no doubts. Um, I'll go ahead and go over a couple of my players. Since I, There's a stigma about Big 12 receivers specifically that they don't mm-hmm. do well in the NFL. And there's been – you know, tons of players, you know, a uh, long list, right? And right. Well, there's a ton of Big 12 receivers coming out this year. They're amazing. Mims, you already mentioned, Rager, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb. There's a bunch of others. I, I'm drawing a blank right now. Does that concern you at all? It doesn't. Um, okay. You know, I've seen the same thing said about some of the, you know, the Pac-12 wide receivers. And yeah, I just, I think it's unfair to the guys that are currently playing to then knock them for. Oh, yeah previous failures. Um, that's like saying, you know, Penn state running backs weren't very good before <laughs> Saquon. So he's not going to be very good. You know, that's absolutely not fair to Saquon. So, you know, I don't, I don't buy into a lot of that. And I, you know, I, there does tend to be a lack of defense in the big 12 for sure. A lot of high scoring games, but I think these absolutely. guys from what you see on, on film they're these are talented, talented players. No, absolutely. I, I agree with uh, as well. I, um, my my receiver is actually Denzel Mims. I like Rager. Rager, I have him rated uh, above Mims. But I also have a deep 
burning love for Mims because he's one of the true like big alpha receivers, like the AJ Greens that we and Julio Jones, like that. And now is is he as good as them? No, I'm not saying that, but more of like body wise and the way he plays. And I love like my favorite player is AJ Green. I love watching him play. He's so graceful. Grace, graceful, but so big and commanding at the same time. It's just such a beautiful thing to watch him play. And that's kind of what I saw with Mims. I'm not saying he's going to be AJ Green. <laughs> not saying that at all. I, I hope that's what he turns into. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be great. <laughs> oh, dude. I, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with myself. I might just, you know, go in the corner and, you know, be <laughs> busy for a couple of days. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, uh, back to the point. I love Denzel Mims because I saw a stat on Twitter. I was going to pull this up earlier, which was mind-blowing to me. Uh, most of the other players, uh, the top receivers, have had a lot of bubble screens, uh, flats, stuff like that, short to get a lot of their productions, where Mims had like zero, like close to 0% of his yes. uh, production came from mostly just going dominating on the outside and being a number one receiver, which you don't see much in the college very much. No. It, it, and so that's one thing I really liked about that. And I saw, and you watch his tape, the guy just has great body control. And it's just, and I love big receivers and I always get burned by them. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> but I, I love to see him um, in Green Bay. Uh, end of the first rounds where he's getting mocked to right now, which I love to see him in Green Bay or heck, San Francisco. I'm a 49ers fan. So I'd love, <laughs> I love Debo. Love yeah. Debo. But I think Mims and Debo would be a great pair where they complement each other very well. You have Debo doing all the underneath stuff all day long. And then you have Kittle in the intermediate of the field. You have Mims just doing everything else. I just think it would be a great complement to all of each other. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's a good point with the big receivers too. Last year it seemed like there was a trend, maybe even the last few years, where teams were focusing on kind of the smaller, faster, you know, sharp route runners. And you saw that – you know, in the last year's draft in the second round with Isabella and then getting into McLaurin and everyone, I don't know if teams are just looking to try and find the next Tyreek Hill. Uh, but they're always, I think, you know, and part of me wanted to discount uh, big wide receivers coming into this draft, but it's it's so hard because I think it, they're so helpful to teams when they hit, you know. Like and I got, the Metcalf. Right, exactly. And a guy like Mims who has that size and speed, you know, I mean a guy that runs a four three eight is at that size is, is impressive. It's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh the quarterback I like this is gonna be I don't like I said I started watching film and I'm new to it and there's a lot of flags with this guy, but I also think there's a lot of pros and can outweigh the cons if you know he gets in the right system and can wait a while. And that's Jake Fromm. I know okay. he's not the greatest arm in the world, but someone I do respect, Matt Waldman, listens to a lot of him lately, and he's saying how a lot of his issues uh, can be fixed when it comes to his arm power because he uses only his arm. He doesn't use the rest of his body at all and can turn into a Drew Brees-esque like player if he learns how to throw properly. And I was like, huh, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, and that made me go, wow, the guy's a technician. And it's really smart, obviously. You, you see, watch him play at Georgia. It's really well done, and he understands the game. Yep. So I like him as a high upside player. I love to see him go to freaking New Orleans would be a great spot for him, for instance. Like, yeah. to sit behind somebody for a couple of years. Anywhere that like that, or Tampa Bay, which I don't yeah. think that would work well in Bruce Arians, but 
somewhere like where he can just hang out for a couple of years and learn the game and learn how to throw better would be great. Well, that's an interesting point. Cause I think there's a couple guys in this draft where if they go to a team like the saints or somewhere else, you know, maybe even the, the Colts where there's a veteran in front of them, they can sit for a year, kind of pick their brain, learn, and then start, you know, in their second year, guys like Jordan love from could be, you know, in a similar spot. Um, it'll be interesting to see how those teams attack this draft in terms of quarterbacks, because they do have, you know, guys that are getting older. Um, so do they, they jump in early or uh, what guys are going in the second round? I'm not a big Eason fan. Um, I've seen him going in the second round. So yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting, but I, I, you know, Fromm's a very cerebral type guy. And if it's a mechanics thing that, could improve his his strength then he's a very interesting qb prospect yeah and that's what i thought um as well so and i also think pittsburgh would be a great landing spot for any quarterback to sit behind ben big ben for a couple years as well Um, and then there's still you know we still have some of the dominoes to fall does Dalton get traded? Does Cam sign somewhere? Does Winston sign somewhere? So there's a lot. It'll this could be a crazy few days. I'm I'm excited for it. I've been loving this offseason. Like I'm literally checking my phone all the time. I crack it. I'm like, what's happening next? What's happening (laughs) next? And I get nothing. I get disappointed. And I'm like, ah, you know, like uh, I feel like Dave Chappelle in that one episode. Um. (laughs) Anyways, back to it. Uh, we talked to Cam Akers already. Uh, what do you think about uh, K- Keyshawn Vaughn? He's not a guy that I've typically been high on. Um, okay. I think he's an okay running back, you know, given the right spot. I think, you know, if in the right landing spot, I think a lot of guys can be successful. Sure. You know, they don't, they don't get to the NFL without being talented in some way. Personally, I'd rather have a guy like Zach Moss. I think Zach Moss is a is a better running back than than Keyshawn Vaughn is, um, and it, he just does more more to impress me. Um, but what what about you? What are your thoughts on him? I like him a lot. Um, as I said, I need to watch more tape. Um, I just too busy lately, which is weird because everyone's in lockdown. And I'm like, I'm going fixing airplanes. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm essential. But I'm essential. <laughs> Essential to my job, apparently. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing. Always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, what I like about him is he's just ferocious in a sense. So you watch him play. He has a chip on his shoulder. He likes to play. And I like, and I know, you know, all the data people out there are like, oh, you can't quantify that. Or, you know, that doesn't always work out. And you're right, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But something I like watching him play is he's he always wants to win, and that's something I can appreciate. It kind of reminds me of Curtis Carson in a sense, not as powerful at all, but in yeah. a sense of he's got something to prove. Right. Kind of runs yeah. angry. Yeah, exactly. Which maybe not, you know, in turn, long-term success in the NFL, but I still like him and I'd like him landing spot that I, I don't know would be a good spot. Cause you know, I don't know. I just, that's, that's a little more difficult to say, you know, if he yeah. does go to Tampa for instance, okay, cool. But I, you know, I, I don't get any super excited. I like, top of my head. Yeah, right. Which makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, ten, you know, a place like Tennessee, uh, maybe he sticks around in the state. If, you know, if Henry leaves next year, maybe he's a guy that would step in and mm. fill, in, fill in well there. We think if, what about he went to the Lions? 
Yeah, Lions would be interesting. Um, I still have some hopes for carry on, but I think you mentioned Same. earlier um, that what our wishes are might not be what the Lions' wishes are. <laughs> and because there is some talk out there about that. So, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad spot. Um, and maybe if carry on isn't a guy that can handle the full load, they would complement each other pretty well. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, move on to your next uh, player you, you, you're excited about. Yeah, no, we uh, haven't touched on tight ends. I, this isn't a very strong tight end class to me. Um, I think I would look towards a guy like uh, Adam Troutman just because he's got a good size. He was very productive at Dayton. You know, I think if you're looking for a flyer in, in a draft and you're looking for a need at tight end, uh, he's a guy I would – take a stab on um Cole commits another guy that yep. that's mentioned but none of them really inspire me you know I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather trade for Gasicki like you said uh like you mentioned earlier a guy that's you know probably primed for a breakout he's but still could be pretty cheap to trade for yeah uh, absolutely I, I also think him and Johnny Smith I know people are like are a little. I don't get why people are down on Johnny Smith. He did really well whenever Delaney Walker was out. So I don't. Yeah, get I'm a Johnny fan. So I'm, same. I'm there. Yeah, uh, I got. Uh, I'm a. I'm from Missouri. We talked about a little bit of this before the podcast. So I'm a little biased mm-hmm. in this to take. I'm excited about Abro. Now okay, yeah. he's often injured and he has some issues, but the guy is a freak. Like yeah. it's just kind of like San Diego If he can actually kind of fine tune and get the technical technicalities of his position down in the NFL, holy crap. Yeah. And if you're going to take a flyer in the fourth round, take it on a really athletic tight end. And maybe, you know, Ladarius Green for, you know, forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Albert's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. And no, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. No. Hard pass. <laughs> Um, he talked about, uh, to an IDP. I, I do IDP, but I don't know enough about IDP rookies. Do you? No, that's okay. not my forte. Um, yeah, me neither. I mean, I know there's a lot of guys at the top end of this draft. Obviously Chase Young might be the surest thing in this draft. Yep. You know, I like Akuda a lot. Yeah. Those Ohio state defensive players <laughs> they just produce them and wide receivers, man. It's, it's crazy. I know, like, seriously, though. And their wide receivers always come out of nowhere, too. Like, each time, Michael Thomas, well, it's yeah. not nowhere. Some people said they're going to do good. Uh, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, like, I love Terry McLaurin a lot. I love that guy. He's literally one of my yeah. favorite players to watch. Um, I, I like Patrick Queen because I think he has a cool name. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, Josh Uche out of Michigan, I think, I don't think he performed in the combine at all. I think if he had, he'd probably be talked about a little bit more. Okay. Very athletic edge guy. Um, so it wouldn't see surprise me to see him go higher than maybe some people expect. Nice, nice. Uh, I also like a um, Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. I've seen yeah. some highlights on him, Some seen some tape. I'm not an expert as a state on IDP. That's not my <laughs> forte at all. But I do like watching some linebackers, you know, uh, just absolutely uh, – destroy people and it's great to see all right cool um so what other kind of player and we talked we're good at has crap the id piece portion of that that's uh <laughs> something we're talk about um 
What's another player you're excited about? It doesn't have to be any position, just any uh, other player. You're like, ah, I love this guy. You know, Henry Ruggs is a kind of is a guy that seems to be that Metcalf this year is very polarizing. Mm-hmm. The analytical people seem to be down on him because of the you know the market share and you know his breakout and everything. It's but I think the guy is very dynamic. I think he's much more than just a speed guy. Uh, I've seen him, you know, go up and climb the ladder and high point balls, make contested catches, run good routes. I think in the right situation, he could be very good. Now, I'm not convinced that he's going to be very good for fantasy as much mm-hmm. as he is just to help a team. You know, I look at him, if he goes to a place like Denver, I love Cortland Sutton in that scenario. If Ruggs is there to kind of take the top off the defense and open things up for Sutton on the other side, I think Sutton's in for a monster year. Um, And I do think Ruggs in that case would, would have a few, you know, I think it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with Metcalf where he may have, you know, three for 80 and a touchdown or, you know, just some much more of a big play guy uh, but in the right scenario i think he could be he could be very good even though he's polarizing in the fantasy community right now so like a, like a Deshaun jackson kind of role where he's actually kind of consistent production but not like as up and down right right now if he gets to De- deshaun jackson level then that's i mean you're you hit the jackpot i think that's that's a huge ceiling for him um you know because i'm i'm a big deshaun jackson fan that guy was really good was wow. uh, so i'm not really to ready to say that <laughs> that rugs could be that you know um but maybe he can be a better version of what marquise goodwin mm. you know, has been for the 49ers yeah no that's what i was thinking too like you know like a world will fuller ask i think people in fantasy football forget about this is actually real football and people are trying to win <laughs> games not just when people play right. football right and Unfortunately, that means tight ends got blocked. That means wide receivers got blocked. You notice every four nine receiver, if they can't block, they don't play. I think that's yeah. one thing that Panate Pettis got in the doghouse this past year was he yep. he got asked to block, and sometimes he did great, and sometimes he didn't do great. And Kyle Shanahan goes, "No, you you run block. When I tell you to run block, you're going to run block, and it sucks to be you." But like you know, what I mean, uh, yeah. And that's one of the things actually that I think kind of boost Denzel Mims, his, his ability to block oh, yeah. on the outside is tremendous. And I think that's a, a trade that a team will fall in love with, especially a team like the 49ers who have kind of been mentioned with Mims a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for that. If that does happen, I'd be, I'd be really excited. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about rugs. I, I'm excited for him. I'm not, I'm more excited about him. And I have previous speedsters that have come out. If that yeah. makes sense. Like I think he has more sure hands. I think he's more durable. Uh, more for sure thing I feel like than previous speedsters that came out. Um, that, and but same token, I'm also kind of hesitant. So I'm really excited. I'm really eager to see where he goes. Um, yeah. He goes, yeah. If, if he goes to the Niners, I'd be happy about that because uh, he'll Debo will still eat. Rugs. It'll be a real true committee at the wide receiver. It won't be one alpha or another. It'll just be. I think it'll be pretty even, even key. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, another player I'm pretty stoked on uh, that I loved watching a lot personally was uh, CD Lamb. I know he's the top receiver, and like, of course, you loved watching him. But it, how could you not 
Like oh, you yeah. watch him, your mouth, your jaw is on the floor, and you had to constantly pick it back up and put it put it back, and then it keeps falling off. Yeah, like <laughs> he's been one of my favorite players to watch the last few years. Um, you know that Oklahoma offense is so high powered, but he you could even tell when you know when Hollywood Brown was there, you know as dynamic as that guy was, C. Lamb was always consistent. Oh yeah. and. You know, he had to, I think he got hurt his freshman year, but then came back and put on some weight in an effort to try and prevent further injuries. And I, what he became after that, uh, you know, he's just a beast. Absolutely. He's my, he's my wide receiver one. Same. Um, and I, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens in the draft. I'm so excited. I like, I don't even know how to, like, uh, all the people I work with are not football. Like, they like watching football, they're not like into football. <laughs> And they're all looking at me like I'm crazy because, like, Craig, what are you listening to all day? Oh, podcast. About what? Football. Yeah. Football's not even playing right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I've learned to just not even at work. Just I, I hear football conversations going on and I, I don't participate because I feel like I would just be like, no, that's not right. Like, no. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I feel like it would rub people the wrong way. And so I just kind of avoid football. So that that actually happened to me today. And I, I, I need to do that too. I decided because the guy goes, yeah, Gronk's coming back. I'm like, yeah, I saw. He's been gone for a couple of years. No, I think it's only been a year. And I'm like, pretty sure it's been two. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure he played last year. I'm like, I know for a fact he didn't play last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but like, I can tell you, I right. rubbed him the wrong way a little bit. I was like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know how it goes. I'm, that's why I'm saying I just tune out. I'm like, all right. I just I listen and laugh, and then I text my friends, and I'm like, listen to what this guy's saying. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, people are probably listening to us too right now. These guys are crazy. All, all right. right. Um, so let's talk about, let's do a quick, like, rundown. We had time, I think. We are not in too big of a hurry. Yeah. Let's go for, like, the first round. Like, players, I know we were talked about going, like, there's probably one running back going to go in the first round, more than likely, right? Like, not sure where, but I'm sure it will happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there always seems to be at least one. Um, where, where, do you, where is your, let's go with Swift. I don't, Swift, Taylor, they're both 1A, 1B, in my opinion, the same tier, yeah. they're One's a little bit better at some things than other, and slight vice versa, right? Where yeah. are your top landing spots for each one of them? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, Tampa's got to be there. If Swift, you know, somehow ends up there, I don't think that's going to happen in the first round. You know, later in the first round, I'm trying to think with what teams are, are back there. The Ravens are an interesting team to me with Ingram getting older. I don't think Justice Hill is a guy that can carry the load as a three-down guy. So if you send Jonathan Taylor to the Ravens, man, that's that's such an ideal spot with the volume of running that they that they have that that attack. I really any of the top guys, um, but I think I think Taylor would be a really good fit there. I do see Swift being the first guy off the board. You know the the Jags are another interesting one. If if Fournette ends up getting traded, that's another majorly high volume running game that I think any of these guys would succeed uh, as soon as they step on step on the field the first time there. I know there's talk of you know Reichwell Armstead being behind him or Divino Zigbo. Or I think is there as well. I don't. I'm not convinced that Fournette's going to get traded, but if he does, that's that's one of my favorite landing spots. For sure. What what happens if one of them goes to Miami? 
I think Miami's a interesting spot. I mean, they've, they have so many picks to try and rebuild this team. You know, you, you're looking at probably a brand new quarterback. If they don't take a quarterback in the top, you know, with their fifth pick or whatever it is, I'd be shocked. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be a good landing spot as well. I think, okay. you know, it's kind of fun to watch a, a quarterback, a running back, you know, a wide receiver um, kind of all grow together. I, I watched that growing up in Indianapolis with, oh, with yeah. the Colts and seeing Peyton and Edrin and, and Marvin, how they all kind of came within a couple of years of each other and, and they all grew and it was a high powered offense. So not saying Miami's going to reach that level. Don't get me wrong. You, you uh, heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> Miami's going to become the next indie. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I think there is something to that where, where the guys can grow together. Um, and I think that's a good spot. No, absolutely. Uh, all the Justice Hill truthers out there are screaming at at you right now. I just want to let you yeah. know. I'm not one of them, yeah. but uh, I've got a few in, or at least one in one of my leagues that I'm I sure one he'll be cursing. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was convinced all last year that he was going to take over Ingram's job. Um, no, it didn't happen. <laughs> I I knew Ingram was going to hold on to that job, and he was still going to hold on to that job this year. I think. There's going to be a lot of running backs. I think we're going to get frustrated this year about running backs and where they go because I think one's going to go to Atlanta, one's going to go to Detroit, one's probably going to go to the Ravens, guaranteed. Uh, there's going to be a couple of sweet spots. I find to see – okay, so here, here, here's my interesting theory about Kansas City. They have a pick in the end of the first round. They're not going to craft a running back. I think they actually really like Daryl Williams um, – Daryl? Damian Williams um, a lot. More yeah. than people love Damian Williams. <laughs> yep. And yeah. I mean, people have been waiting for Damian Williams to get, you know, to lose his job for, you know, at least all last year. And now this whole offseason has been the same thing. Yep. And they actually extended him, right? I remember. Uh, they, I think so. Yeah. Um, and they have more important needs on defense to shore up than I think draft yeah. running back in the first round. Yeah. And now, it's interesting. I've seen Kansas City tied to rugs recently. Have you heard any of that? I did. There's rumors that they want to trade up to get him, which you had to drop go up from 32 to like 13. You had to trade up the 49ers, essentially, or the Raiders. And Raiders aren't going to trade out of that spot. They need a receiver. That one's a puzzling one to me. I don't. I don't understand that one. When especially when you have McCall Hardman and you know. Sammy. Yeah, speed, but you got you got Jalen Rager, like you talked about. Jalen Rager's a really fast receiver. You see him on uh, speed tape. You got Denzel Mims, who's also really fast and he's big. Like, yeah, if you're gonna, you don't need to. I think that's there's a lot of fluff out there right now. Of uh, like you said, it's, it's lying season. Yeah, yep. everyone's lying to try to get ahead and get their players. I, I don't see it. Um, now I think if if DeAndre Swift changes his last name so it starts with a W, maybe <laughs> the Jeans will be interested. Looks like we got what Danny Williams, Daryl Williams, um, just signed a Darwin Thompson to the D. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thompson still has yeah, but yeah, and then DeAndre Washington getting signed there recently. So oh, I, goodness. you know. I, I, a lot of people would be happy if they drafted a running back. Uh, I don't see that happening, at least not anytime early. No, not in the first two rounds for sure. Um, uh, I would like to see, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, the San Francisco picks up running back. I'm like, that is, they don't do that in the first round. They, mm-hmm. The new era, and I'm a San Francisco fan, and 
I'd be pissed first off. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be excited yeah, as, a player, but as a 49ers fan. I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause uh, Shanahan's made undrafted free agents. Amazing. There's no point in drafting yeah. a first round running back. No point. Like, I guess if you really want to create uh, absolute best running team ever imaginable, then sure. But I, it's not. Nah, anyways, going off a different tangent than we're going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we went from where do you want to see your players to go, or I don't see these teams drafting one. Um, yeah, but you, you, I mean, you did bring up a good, a good point. We want all these guys. We're like, all right, this guy's going to go here, and this guy's going to go there, and they're going to be great. Um, and then, you know, come tomorrow or uh, Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we're going to be looking at these spots like, well, that's not where I wanted this guy to go. Nope. You know, it never happens exactly yeah. how you want. Yeah. I see one going to Atlanta. I see one going to, which is fine. Gurley is Gurley. I think they're going to be committee, and that's fine. Uh, I see. Uh, it's just it's going to be that. A lot of uh, Rams probably going to draft another running back, 10 bucks. Yeah. Um it's going to be a lot of those moments of you just going to pull your hair out and go, why? I was so hyped on him. I drafted this guy before he can get landing spots, you know, and stuff like that. Yep. Which is risky, but it's also fun. All right, yeah. cool. So we talked about running backs. Uh, wide receivers, where would you want to see CD Lamb go? Well, the 49ers would be a good one. You know, I think the Eagles, I don't – yeah, I don't think he's going to fall that far. But the Eagles is probably my top destination uh, for a wide receiver. Not the Raiders? Uh, uh, Raiders would be good, too. Texans are another one that I think would be interesting just because they have, you know, they got – they traded for Cooks, right, and they still have Fuller. You're looking at guys that have had, you know, concussion issues or hamstring issues. So I think that's a good spot for a wide receiver to end up. I mean, if you went to the Raiders, though, we're probably looking at 150 targets. So that's yep. that, that's a really good spot. Uh, so a lot of people like the Jets as a landing spot, which uh, I like beyond this year, or at least until Adam Gase disappears. Yeah, right. <laughs> and disappears and fades with his big eye, big eye, bug eyes going and <laughs> in the background like Homer Simpson into the into the bush. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a Jets fan. Darnold, I think, has been his, you know, improved a little bit. I think he's just in a tough spot. You know when. Guys succeed when they get away from Adam Gase. That's true. That's, it's just not a you know not a good landing spot for Andrew Fantasy asset. Jeff, it's the Jeff Fisher syndrome. Um, yeah, right. And apparently, you know, it's a thing. Uh, I, absolutely, I, I'm not I'm not enamored with it as well because I said first year, not so much. Maybe the next year after that, I'd be more enamored with it. And but all the targets, like, well, the Jets suck. It's not going to be a lot of targets. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to not going to. It's it's a coaching problem, not a opportunity problem, right? I, yep, that's I my, that's, my, that's my point of view on that. Uh, there's also talks out there of Jacksonville being a possible landing spot, which I'm like, okay, but I really thought uh, Minshew and um, names escaping Shark. me right now. Shark, thank you. Yeah. Um, I thought they had a real good connection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shark's a he's a guy that you know. I guess he kind of broke out last year, but he's another guy we could probably mention on Third year. this. Third year um, workout. Yeah. It's and really that's gonna be depend on Minshew. You know, is he is he the guy? Can he really take that next step and and command that team? Okay. Um 
but yeah, I mean, outside of him, I saw, you know, they just released Marquise Lee yesterday. They still have Westbrook, Conley. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that any of those are really inspiring me too much. Um, I like what I liked Westbrook coming out of uh, college, but he hasn't done a whole lot. Yep. I had, so I'm also, also puzzled. I know Miami has tons of picks, but I don't think wide receivers should be one of them. They have Preston Williams, who did really good last year until he got <laughs> injured. Uh, Parker finally did his five, fifth year breakout. Yeah, finally, right? <laughs> I was, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for, yeah, I'm waiting for Corey Davis to do that this year. Um, <laughs> it's his time. <laughs> it's time. But that's why I don't get puzzled by it. I'm like, okay, so all these people are mocking the uh, the, the Miami Dolphins that draft a wide receiver. Like, oh, pair with uh, their quarterback. I'm like, Terry got two good wide receivers and uh, a good tight tight end that's emerging as well. And that rookie quarterback isn't going to play right right away. They like Fitz Magic. He has a glorious beard. Like, how what's not to like about this? Um, <laughs> Fitz Magic. He just he won't go away. <laughs> nope. Nope, and right, but the guy played not amazing last year. For you know, the reason he had five yeah. wins last year on a crappy team, that right? They chipped off everybody, and those players did great wherever they went to. You know, uh, Drake went to Arizona; he did pretty well there, kind of up yeah. and down, but you know, did pretty well there. The safety making Fitzpatrick, he did great with the Steelers and stuff like that. And yeah. so it's kind of interesting that Fitzmagic made this team work, and you know, that's kind of yeah. interesting to me. But anyways, back to the point of: Do you see them drafting wide receiver early? I don't, not early. And, you know, especially given how deep this, the wide receiver class is, I think there's guys they can get later. I think there's, you know, they have an opportunity to address a lot of different needs and make their team better. I don't think a wide receiver steps in and makes their team immediately better. You know, I, I would probably attack a different position. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not my, one of my favorite landing spots because of those two other wide receivers that were talked about. So, right. um, talking about favorable and non-favorable now. We always talked about the Niners being a good spot. I also agree with that. I also like um, – I actually really like anyone who goes to Green Bay in the first round. Yeah. Uh, in the first round, the late first round, a lot of those wide receivers, like, you know, we talked about Rager, talked about Mims, Justin Jefferson. Like, I love Justin Jefferson. He should, he should yeah. be just music, you know, to, you know, when the when the sun hits these hills just right. Oh, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's that is a good landing spot, and you know, I think Rogers has been looking for that second guy to go with Adams for a couple of years now, and they've gone with some of those bigger speed guys like you know Valdez Scantling just has not worked out. It just seems like Rogers doesn't have faith in anyone outside of Adams. Nope, I don't disagree with that at all. So we talked about a little bit about running back spots where we just think they're not going to land when they want to. We talked about Tampa. Bay being a great one. Kansas City, obviously, everyone's salivating about Kansas City, and I get it. I would be salivating too, especially if CHE there went there. Like, oh gosh, like that would be match made in heaven, right? They don't ask yeah. them to really pass block all that much. Great. Um, running back goes to San Francisco. Everyone automatically falls in love with that, which I also get. Well, what do you think? So we talked about Chris Carson being injured. And we've talked about Chris Carson and how we like him, but do you think he's a little more injury prone to think Seattle addresses that position in the draft? Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I don't know that they're going to go for a running back in the first round after what happened with Penny. I think the fan base might might get a little angry at that. Um, I, I live up here in Northwest. I, I'm pretty sure they get a little PO. Just, just <laughs> 
But I mean, yeah, that, that would be a good spot just because of how much they like running the ball. And there are some injury concerns surrounding both Carson and, and Penny going into next year. You know, I've seen, and even this was a couple months ago that they expected Carson to be ready for the start of the season, but that would, that, you know, that would be best case scenario. So I think they address the situation. The, the position i'm just not sure when when they'll actually go after a running back no for sure i, I think it'd be a good landing spot is my point um yeah. kind of like a mile sanders ask of when he gets his chance he should just explode right with a seattle yeah. so there's that uh who else do you think is a good landing spot for a running back you know indianapolis is an intriguing spot as well um they haven't extended marlon mack they've kind of said they're going to table that for now. So I think that he's going into the last year of his contract, if I'm correct. And behind that offensive line, that's another team I don't see going running back early. It would surprise me. But I think that would be a top landing spot if, you know, just because of that offensive line, you know, they re-signed Costanzo this offseason. Uh, they still have Quentin Nelson, kind of crazy guy paving the way, <laughs> pulling on these blocks. Makes you like watching, uh, you know, offensive line film, right? <laughs> yeah, it does, for sure. So I think that's a that's an interesting spot there. Well, I think that's it. Uh, do you got anything else you want to add at all, or anything else we can discuss? Or no, I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of ground for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think if we want to look at guys like OJ Howard, Josh Reynolds. Um, oh yeah, Josh talking Reynolds. guys. We you know maybe target before the, in these next couple of days before the draft. Um, McVeigh came out and said trading cooks away was kind of a vote of confidence for, for Josh Reynolds. So that might drive his price up a little bit, but he's a, you know, kind of a guy that you might be able to get, get cheap right now that that could be highly productive next year. Always been a Josh Reynolds fan. When I was trying to write for fantasy football, when I started, um, I don't still write at all cause I'm not that great at writing. But um, I, I had an article on Josh Reynolds and how I really loved him coming out and how he was actually really a star in the waiting, I thought, and because he was a great route runner. Um, I remember Matt Waldman loved him too, which I respect him. Um, yeah. And so I'm really excited to see him finally get a shot, and that's pretty exciting. Uh, that's a great point, though, about Josh Reynolds. See, this is why I um, bring you on. You just make him rem- remember everything. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that's, I think that's about it, guys. Uh, uh, glad you listened. Um, Doug, tell them about where you can find your work. Yeah, um, head on over to Breakout Finder. There's a lot of good content, a lot of new guys pumping out, a lot of really good articles, running back models, good wide receiver content, good Devi content. Definitely check out Breakout Finder. And if you want to follow me, DJ and Indy, I, I appreciate you having me on. This has been a, been fun yeah, sorry the draft genius wasn't here to do this for you. He's had uh, technical difficulties with uh, him being out in the countryside. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, also donate to the show's Patreon to fund more content and ways to better the show as a whole at uh, patreon.com slash dynastywire. Follow us at, you know, all these places we talk about. I'm at Dynasty Mechanic, Dino Mechanic specific. <laughs> That's important. Have a good one, guys.